What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast on the planet. That's right. This is Food Sex Politics with you as always, your host, the beautiful, the badass, the amazing Nicole Rodriguez. And with her as always, it's me, it's me, it's the DAVE, your food porn unicorn, your board lord, your pad thai rabbi back for another episode of Food Sex Politics. So, Nicole, we got the wheel and we are wheeling, woo, and dealing tonight. I know I'm with the provolone prince of Pennsylvania. Mm. However, the salami rose of New York. Oh. The salami rose stuffer, I should say. Salami rose. He is back on the wheel again. We've got Netflix drama. We've got food systems stuff. We... there's, There's pedophiles on here. We really have... Something for everybody this evening. We really do. We we giveth to everyone. We really do. We've got something for everything. Uh, something for everyone on the wheel tonight. And then we're going to talk a little bit about how spring has sprung, and um, maybe some stuff that grinds our gears. But we're going to really turn those April showers into May flowers with that segment. Look at that. We got stuff for the kids. We got them all covered. Yes. Even there's even a little football in here. That's right. That's right. Jeez. I'm, I mean, this wheel is pretty stuffed. Are you ready to... Um, wheel. You really can't. You can't. There's no, there's no missing. Just pin the fucking tail on the donkey and you're going to win. <laughs> Spin them around, see where why, they end up. Why don't they play that anymore? Is it because, like, tax got into kids' eyes? Or, like, what was the problem? No, they don't... Do they not play that anymore? I... I, I haven't seen that happening. We should, there should be an, an adult version. I think so. Complete with like pointy sharp objects. I, I feel they feel like you'd have to like pin the tail onto someone's ass, not onto like a printout of a donkey. You know what's so weird? So it's either like things are either like super watered down, super safe, super like nerfized, if you will. Like everything's like nerf. Like everything's like soft. Soft. And, yep. So it's either things are super soft and like the pin the tail on a donkey would be like Velcro, or if they brought it back. There's the other side where it's just so fucking extreme that it would be like a goddamn lawn dart or a samurai. <laughs> lawn dart, like not onto your ass, like into your anal cavity. It would have to. Be. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you said to him, like, you fucking snowflake, what, you can't put a little pin tail on the donkey? Can you what are you, a faggot? Jeez, exactly. Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. That's 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 the only. Those are the only extremes. Like, there's nothing in the middle anymore. No, like, you can't just be in the middle. <laughs> you cannot be. There, there's no middle ground anymore. None. None. It's either either a spike in your butt, playing pin the tail on the donkey, or nothing at all. <laughs> Pick your poison. Pick your poison and commit. Or you're playing it on an app or something. Uh, Isn't that sad? With your friends from their mom's basements. Right, I was going to say, and you're all in different places. Yes. No one's getting laid. Well, without further ado, I think I'm going to take a spin here. Are you ready? That wasn't even part of the wheel. That was just having fun. That was just a little something extra for everybody. Oh, I love that noise. You know what else it is, Nicole? It's probably donkey abuse of some sort, right? I'm sure like there's some group that's like, oh, now. Well, just like that new PETA list of things you're not supposed to say, like you're not supposed to call someone a pig, you're not supposed to call someone a cow because that's a supremacy thing. Can I call someone a jackass? I don't think you could. No, I don't think you're supposed to do that anymore either. This is Uh, where we are. 
speaking of people who may be referred to as jackasses currently in the media, and I, I, I'm assuming this is national, it's definitely local. Let's talk about some of these. Who's our mascot? Hold on. Oh, our, our alternate mascot, old Governor Cuomo. In oh, all his greasy, greasy glory. Did the wheel give us golf right out the bat? He gave us, gave us Cuomo right away. The which, wheel give us. <laughs> It's like kick, uh, kick this off, right? So, the latest accusation, and and honestly, Dave, I'm starting to wonder how these are all coming out of the woodwork. One, how are they coming out all kind of at the same time? Is someone getting paid? Because the latest allegation is, I went to his office and all I could see was his big hand, and then without speaking, it's just so ridiculous. Without speaking, he put his hand on my breast. These are the latest accusations. Doesn't that sound like, like, doesn't that sound like, uh, like Fabio book cover? Like he came at me with his big hands. <laughs> it sounds like that or either some fucking sociopath. I mean, when's, <laughs> when's, when's the last time? What, what were you like, like 10 years old? If you like touched a breast and you were just like not saying anything. Good point. Yeah. 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 Uh, what what is that about? If I still touch a boob. Somebody's going to know. Like it's, it's, yeah. Aren't you going to be like, oh, yeah, nice tit, or like something? <laughs> I mean, I'm, getting mo- I'm going for the motorboat for sure. <laughs> Just said- because I'm a gentleman, because mama raised a good boy. <laughs> You're not going to sit there in awkward Cuomo silence. No, like, is that what he's doing? Is he just like honking and like giggling? <laughs> like not even giggling. I just imagine, imagine his stone cold regular face and, and not saying anything. Like, that sounds like an exam. Like, maybe he was giving her, like, a mammogram. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he's a big advocate for uh, women's health. Listen here, sugar tits. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give us a quick hug. Make sure everything's all right. <laughs> all right, you could go. Your, you tits, your tits very nice. It, it's good. But could, you, could you help me with my phone? I don't know how to work this thing. <laughs> I can't see the numbers. <laughs> you like a little ricotta in that manicotti? Let me stuff that for you. I sure hear the gabagool. <laughs> Are we racist against Italians? Like, is that what just is that what happened? <laughs> is that there's an argument? There's an argument that's been going around for for many years that it's like. Italians are the one thing. It's still it's still okay to say. <laughs> That's so true. And here we and here and and here we are. Oh my god! Here we are throwing wood on the fire. Sorry, sorry, Governor. But like, honestly, what do you make of it? Do you think really all these women are just coming out of the woodwork, and he's just like silently touching tits? So normally, what happens with these things is, yeah, like one person will like break the wall of the dam and then you know all the water gushes out so that that is somewhat typical it's that that description is a bit odd to me but that that's that's a little abnormal from his other things but who knows come away with me this week and i'm gonna make you gush like niagara falls in beautiful new york state (laughs) i love new york Maybe that's where that I don't know. Listen, I just feel like the possibilities of dialogue are endless. So why would he be silent? Like Frank Sinatra is my way the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh boy. Well, you know what? I'm glad he made, <laughs> I'm glad he just kind of like was the nice warm intro to this Welcome wheel. Back. Welcome, Welcome back, back. everybody. He'll be back next week. Let's be honest. Um, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to take another spin and see what other potential um, sexual assault comes up. Let's see. Let's see the rest of the show in the Italian accents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Now, Dave, have you ever been to a to a massage parlor in Philly? So I'll tell you, I hate massages. I am not a fan. Really? Don't relax me. I don't like them. Okay. Well, well, do you? Okay, hold on. Rally back for a minute. Do you let Lisa massage you? I'm not. You know what I like? Like this might be super weird. No, I mean I'm not. I'm just not into it. Like it doesn't relax. It doesn't do anything for me. Like if you want to scratch my back, like I'm a fucking like German Shepherd, that's fine. But I I just don't like massages. So I'll tell you a quick story. On our honeymoon, like Lisa's big thing was always like she loves massages. So she was like, "Can we please do a couple's massage on our honeymoon?" And I find fine, fine, fine. Like that. That was you know whatever. This is fine. So. We go to do the massages. This is my first time really getting like a real massage, right? And we go in and I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't know what to ask for. I don't know the difference between this massage and that massage. I have no idea. But I walk in and they pair you up with your masseuse. And Lisa has this like really nice petite little chick. And, you know, she's maybe 5'2". And she's really sweet. Says hi to Lisa, introduces herself. And then I get this chick. She was taller than me. She, she looked like a fucking linebacker. And I was just like, oh, no. And she was rough. Oh, she was so fucking that. rough. Like, she was like digging in, like pulling tendons and muscles. And I was like, <laughs> I don't like this. I, one, I, I love that. So, so real oh. quick. Well, I, I don't like, do you I find it real? Is it relaxing during it? Like that whole process? It's relaxing. During- it's therapeutic. And like, if I'm not feeling almost some level of pain, I'm like, I'm wasting my time here. Like I need to feel like I'm getting beat up. So I know you are. In the, I know you're in the greater Philadelphia area. And in my, in my former life, I was a sales executive for a cosmetics company and, and Philly was one of my territories. So I'm like down there with, like one of the reps who we were just like, we were totally cool with girl Michelle. So we would like at night go dinner and this and that. I was like, Oh, you know, we're in their Chinatown. Let's go get massages. And I did this in New York city all the, like just all the time. Cause that's, who's going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> just, I mean, just like as a general rule, and, me, baby. and it's, and it's great. So we, we, we go to one and literally the next day, like, covered in fucking bruises and she's like where the fuck did you take me i'm like but that's that's effective and my husband is like you was like no interest i'm like big into massage he doesn't does not want to be touched like that but someone who does want to be touched like that in multiple places i guess like across the country is deshaun watson do i have this right right that's right deshaun watson quarterback ex-quarterback of the houston texans that's right what's going on there so Deshaun Watson is a free agent. So he's up. There's a bunch of teams interested and there was a lot of interest at first. And now almost everybody, except for my Eagles, because, you know, we the fucking standards will take anybody. And the Miami Dolphins are the only two left. And it's because allegations broke 
that he's been frequenting many a massage parlor around the South, 40, 40 plus from what they say. And now there's reports of women coming out that he's been uh, inappropriate in the, while getting the massages. Oh, jeez. Now, okay. Now. See, I was too busy in there crying to even think about getting a boner, so good for him. <laughs> Maybe he goes to someone with a gentler touch. I guess. I'm telling you, my chick was at least 6'2", looked me dead in the eye, shoulders just... Now, okay, so, but let's let's break it down. Is Is going to... A, is going to a massage therapist that's not a crime and he travels like okay so you go to multiple massage places. Nothing, nothing wrong there right okay so now so now there's these accusations and, and and i'm not like i'm not defending any of that behavior if it did happen but like what happened i feel like we, we talk about this every week like what happened, A, to, like, innocent until proven guilty? Uh, B, it, still it still is. Yeah, I mean, sports, yeah. are, sports are such a weird environment, though, right? So like, weird. And, kind of, like, negative morality to you, unless you're, like, fighting dogs, because then Mike Vick got, you know, signed right away. <laughs> but if you have any sort of, like, immorality, like, you're, you're done for a little bit, right? Like, that, that's just the way sports is. Like, there's guys that fall in the draft, because for like the most innocuous reasons, like because they had a girlfriend all throughout college. So that means X, Y, Z, like they'll fall in the draft for dumb shit like this. And really like, why are we, of course we should hold everyone to the standard that they're not committing sexual, sexual assaults, but why do we have to hold sports players? And I think especially football players, like why do they have to be, vaulted to this almost like holy status like these are just regular fucking regular fucking dudes a lot of them who came into a bunch of money without any like education as to like what that's going to look like for them when they do just suddenly come into all this like fast money right so like I, i i don't know part of me feels like but then you also have to think if you have all that money you need to pay for pussy Maybe you just, you know, I mean, have you ever heard? You know why you pay for prostitutes. You don't, you don't pay to fuck them. You pay for them to leave. And that's, that's the other argument. I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard that maybe sometimes you just don't want that hassle. And I'm sure, I'm sure in some instances for these guys, if they don't go on a proper quote unquote date, the potential monetary consequences can be much steeper than just like, Hey, I'm going to go rub and tug or get a hooker, whatever, and be, and and hopefully be done with it. But there's also the difference between getting a hooker who you're there for sex and for a massage, which might not be the, uh, the upfront thing there right and and uh, like just get a hooker right but don't you think don't you think that's probably kind of like a gray area in a lot of these places because i mean no that's like a big you know right or wrong that's a big culture in new york city for years and years and i've known tons of guys who are like oh yeah we go to the you know, go to the parlor and get a massage, get a hand job, blow job, whatever, and you leave. And uh, another thing, who just wants a hand job? 
I don't know. Listen, it, it takes all fucking kinds, I guess. So like, maybe this is, maybe this is his, maybe this is his thing, but. Day. So, so what? Go that was known for that. Like, I, I, I don't know that I would knock on 40 doors being like, Hey, can you suck my dick? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse like, me. Is this the right place? Yeah, just just do a little research. Yeah, I'm just, just curious. Check their Yelp page, Deshaun, for fuck's sake. Or like, or like, do you just assume? Okay, so this is another problem. Do you assume that like because one is like that, that the rest of them are like that? I think so. So I think that was it. So he might have gotten that level of service at one, and then just thought, oh, this is the thing. Right, and and maybe I don't know much about this guy. Maybe you're that sheltered that you think that's what goes on like oh i went to this one place one time and i fucking had some oil on my back and then i was busting in someone's mouth is that not the case here i mean maybe that's that's almost, that's almost the same thing as like a strip club right like there's some strip clubs where you know some right. stuff in the back room and then there's other ones where if you suggest it they're bouncers that might kick your ass that's probably the case in these two well, what do you think is going to happen to him I mean, so it depends on what the allegations are. Like, was he just being suggestive? Was he, I, I, don't, I don't really know the actual allegations. I just heard there was inappropriate contact. I don't know what that means. Um, it, it doesn't sound like any criminal charges are coming his way yet, but it just looks unfavorable for somebody to draft him or to sign him. And, and, and now he's lost a Nike endorsement. It's like, it just, it just kind of. Nike's getting some shit, right? They just had little Nas X coming down their way. And now they got this Jesus poor Nike. A lot, a lot happening. Those poor little kids in Indonesia sitting over there sewing for nothing. <laughs> Bound to their chairs. They must be so mad. The little the fucking little Nas X. <laughs> like that motherfucker. Right. <laughs> Oh, what a mess. All right. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to spin again, and maybe yeah, this is yeah. maybe this is going to be someone else. Um, fun ones. Right? Yeah, These this is a great, it's a great night. It's a, it's a great time to be alive. It's all of that. Oh, and look at this. Oh, man. We're, we're kind of getting all the sordid business out of the way. Too bad that we're not evening. Um, so, so this is what I want to know. Why why does everything bad seem to happen in Florida? Because everything bad happens in Florida because Florida is full of degenerate shitheads. Hi, Florida fans. Except, except I feel we've, we've probably had like the top five Florida citizens on our podcast. So I want to say bravo. Easily. I think the only person we're missing is Gisela Bouvier. Oh wow, um, that's true. So that's if she if she wants to pop on some time, I think she would probably complete the list. Open because... invite. She would actually complete our Mount Rushmore of Florida. <laughs> Can we make an FSP Florida Mount Rushmore? I think we need to. <laughs> As like an alternative, is it time for merchandise, Dave? We, well, we're about there. We're about I there. Think we're we're for the hundredth episode. New York is just going to be Cuomo. Exactly. I mean, obviously. <laughs> it's going to be on my ass. Um, <laughs> so, this is... We kept saying for, like, with, years... With Florida, with Florida, though, do you ever get to the bottom of the barrel? Like, where is no. the bottom? Like, every time we scoop it, like, we think we're at the bottom, but there's another bottom. 
it just keeps giving. It really does. It's like, you know what it's like? Isn't that kind of like quicksand? It really right? is. Like, there, there's like, no bottom. There, there's no, every time you think you're at the bottom, every time you think like they can't get any fucking crazier. That, you know, there's bath salt demons or some shit that comes up. You know, it's like when you have a tide pool at the beach and you keep digging and digging and the water just keeps sinking. That's that's Florida news. So all the people in the middle of the country right now are like, what the fuck's a tide pool? <laughs> right. Sorry. Yeah. Google it. That's the one topic. I don't I don't have time to explain. But we're not there. I, listen, guys, I can't. I'm here. I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> So we had been kind of praying for one of these incidents or one of these scandals. So we, we have, um, we have underage, we have crossing state lines and we have, who's our fun politician down there. Oh my God. The great Matt Gates of Florida, Congressman Matt Gates. Thank you, Matt Gates. Thank you, Matt Gates. So the Ooh. accusations are taking a minor across state lines and also bringing her to dinners, like just out in the open. Out with Tucker Carlson. Wow. Classy. Out with Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson acted. <laughs> he brought that up on his show. So Matt Gates went on Tucker's show yep. and Matt Gates, you know, was trying to defend himself and, and it, he, he's just not charismatic. He's, he just yells, right? Like, He's not soothing. He just assaults you when he talks, right? So he's sitting there on Tucker's show, and he's like, Tucker, you remember we went out to dinner, and I brought my special friend. And Tucker was just like, oh, fuck. No, no, no. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. No, no, no. (laughs) So he brought a 17-year-old to dinner with Tucker. (laughs) And is acting like that's just normal. I mean, for for them, it might be. Now, this is my question. Is there any inkling as to whether is this like a mar-a-lago 17 year old pool girl or is this a girl that they dug out of a trailer like over the bridge jeffrey epstein yeah so so this is how they were operating because and this is why he knows he's super fucked so he was doing this with a a florida accountant friend uh, and this accountant is already in jail for all the same shit that they're going after matt gates for so now the theory is that they're pressuring this guy to turn state's evidence on Matt Gates because this guy's looking at like 25 plus years. So if he pins it all on Gates, Gates is going down hard. So, nice. right. So it's fantastic. But, um, but to answer your question, so they go on these sugar daddy websites and this is really a gray area, right? Like, is this prostitution? What, what, where do sugar daddy relationships fall? Because they would go on sugar daddy websites and they would find these girls. They would say, hey, we'll pay for you to, you know, come out for dinner. We'll buy you drinks, whatever. And we're going to fuck. So that's kind of the gray area. Like, is that prostitution? Is it not? I, I don't know where it falls, but that's kind of where they're at. But irregardless, a few were 17. They crossed state lines with them, which, oops, counts as human trafficking. And wouldn't you know it? None of these QAnon people are screaming. No, you know, isn't that really something? Son of a bitch. Scratching my head. I just can't figure some of this. The actual pedophiles are right under their nose, but they're still watching Hillary. Yeah, right under their nose, writing their laws or whatever they're pretending to do. Um, I mean, whether it's prostitution or not, it's technically pedophilia. Well, here's the funny thing about that. Right? Here's the funny thing, right? So, 
normally if you're talking about a minor, you would use the noun child, right? Right. They're a child. But on Fox News, they say these women, woman, women, women, woman. And I'm like, what? No, 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 no. Of course. Right. So, right. They're framing it any way they can to try to, you know, just kind of help the situation. But he's so fucked. I think he's federally fucked. And by the way, this, you know, anytime something bad happens to a Republican politician, they like that witch hunt, witch hunt. This is a witch hunt, which, by the way, they had to shut up Trump from saying, thank God. I mean, if he had Twitter, he would have shot himself in the dick 9000 times over this. But they had to shut Trump up from releasing a fucking press statement defending Matt Gates. So uh, fantastic, but um, but, but you know that's a that's a tactic. That's a tactic, though, to not refer to these. Um, to, well, I mean, you've talked about this many times. It's like, oh, you know, someone someone brown is killed, and they'll pull up their rap sheet from twenty years ago, right? As, they as like one. Right. So this is so so this is kind of a similar thing like oh it's not it's not a child who was endangered in traffic now this is a woman or it's an alleged prostitute or however they want to paint her. So it's yeah. it's really um it's it's a it's a double standard there. That's always the tactic they play and they always like to scream so. witch hunt when it's somebody on their side. Of course. But this actually started under Trump. So Bill Barr was the one that originally started this investigation, which is the best part. Oh, this is this is going to get juicy. How big of a fucking scumbag are you that Bill Barr is investigating you? Bill Barr, who let Trump slide on everything, is investigating you. And you wonder then, how far does this little web go out? Like, who else exactly. is involved? Because it's never just one of them doing this. No, of course. I mean, it's like you can always take it back to Epstein. It wasn't just Epstein and one other guy. It's like 50 people going to pedophile. Maybe there's a connection there. So there's a whole bunch of things are breaking now, right? So apparently they had like a point system for like who they fucked, when they fucked, where they fucked, how many people, you know, there was like a whole point system involved. And it was known that Matt Gates would show pictures on, you know, the Congress floor of him, you know, fucking these girls. And a lot of people have commented off the record that they looked awfully young. And now, who is, who is that? I don't think it's stupidity. I think it's arrogance when you're at that point of, I'm a member of Congress and I'm going to be on the floor showing pictures of myself having sex with underage women. With a bunch children. of windows too, like right. <laughs> like what? What? Bernie. Hey, Bernie, you want to see hey, this? Hey, Bern. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's it? Is he? Is he like rapping in AOC? Like, who, who's he showing? Hey, are you the same? I don't. I don't even want to say. I just. I, I just can't imagine how that conversation goes down at all. No, I, like, is that his icebreaker? Yeah, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Gemini. Right. <laughs> I love young ass. Here's a picture. Here's a picture of me banging a 15 year old. Yeah. How was your how was golf this weekend? Right. And the other guy. So apparently he's like a fucking pariah in the house. Like apparently like nobody really likes him. Like he's apparently like a Ted Cruz figure in there. That kind of kind of makes sense with the picture we just painted of him. Such a weird guy. Like I don't understand how some of these guys get power. Like he's not charismatic. He's only he's our age, which is 
he, he looks a bit older, but whatever. He's our age. And he, his, his just presence, like he just like screams at you. I'm just like, why, why, who likes you? I guess that's, that's some people's thing. I guess. It's not like, and he's creepy looking too. He is. He's like a cartoon character that I just like can't quite. He's a huge head. It's huge and square and it's like a weird hair thing. Yeah, there's too much going on there. It's all wrong. He definitely looks like one of those guys in the summer who's wearing like those salmon colored shorts with (laughs) shoes. Right. No, that's a, yeah, he, he's like the trust fund guy. Yeah, there's also like a little gopher thing going on in the mouth. Yeah, no, you're right. He's there's a to, lot. There's a lot happening there. That it's, just, yeah. None of it's appealing. And now is he married too? No, so he's not married. He's not married. I don't even think he had a girlfriend. So that's too bad. I was really hoping this was going to be. I know. I like, when, I like when there's wife and kids involved too. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I think... Is Matt Gates the one who adopted a black son, like a black twenty-year-old son? What? I I don't know if I, I'm almost that positive that one. I that I don't. That I think one. Matt Gates has an adopted black son who's like much older now. Like it's not like oh, he wow, adopted. I think you're right. I think his name's Nestor, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're no, you're 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 absolutely correct. Am I? Is that him? So Matt Gates adopted a black son just so he could be a racist fuck. And be like, oh, how dare you? I have a black son. I'm not racist. You know, one of those I have a black friend kind of thing. Yes. But he, he adopted- has to take it to the next level. That's what it is, right? So he adopted this kid like when he was like 17 and <laughs> or somewhere around there. I'm, I'm guessing at the numbers, but he adopted a much older in life. Like it's not like he adopted an infant or a baby or a child or anything like that. Like he adopted like almost a grown man. <laughs> That's normal, by the way. Right. And again, using him as bait for just for the purpose of him being able to like you know smack down a bunch of black legislation and being able to be a total racist cunt and then come back and be like how dare you I have a black son I'm not racist a freaking mess weirdest fucking thing yeah. so I don't know if Mister was in on like you know Eiffel Tower and these bitches or what it was you can't you can't make it up that's good I mean that's smart bait right genius. I should, I should adopt one of those. I'm looking for a new <laughs> I'm going to adopt you a nephew. I'm going to adopt myself a chrome 22-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> we need to I save him. At that point, it's just like kidnapping, right? Yeah. That's, that's, some, that's some other shit. It goes on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to so say, we, we have... We have two spins on the wheel, but I'm just going to segue in here. Just Let's just go a little north of Florida. Can you break down what's going on in Georgia? Oh, Georgia. Georgia got... Georgia. Georgia. Georgia got so goddamn butthurt that Trump legitimately lost the election because a lot of, you know, Stacey Abrams got a lot of the minority people to come out to vote. Um, A lot of people that wouldn't normally vote, she got them all to vote. She did it by a bunch of, like... uh, they do big drives with churches down there, right? So church, church, uh, what is it? I forget what the fuck they call it, but church, and then they go and vote. So that was like a big thing. And again, with early voting, again, you know, mail-in voting was a big thing. A lot of people really liked it, so they want to continue that on. The Georgia State, uh, Georgia State Legislature decided they're getting rid of all of that. There's 
hardly going to be any early voting. The only way you could vote by mail is damn near if you're in the hospital and can't move. There's very few exceptions. They're closing some polling places, so the lines are ridiculously long, so people won't vote. Uh, you're not allowed to give water or food to anybody in line, just like Jesus would have wanted. And they got rid of the uh, church and go vote thing, so that's that's done. Lovely. So it's voter it's voter suppression, completely. Lovely. And you you don't do this if your side is going to win, right? Like you don't do this if you want people to come vote. You do this because you know you're going to get your ass kicked if people vote. Right. So now there's like a big boycott. Major League Baseball pulled their all-star game out of there. Um, Coke, like a bunch of like CEOs from Georgia companies are basically telling Georgia, fix your shit or we're going to go. So it's becoming a what has um what has Ted Turner said anything? Ah, that's a good one. I don't know that Ted Turner or CNN. Was, that's a great point. I, I don't really watch CNN. I don't know if they said anything. Because that's still him, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm great. Yeah, point. I'm wondering if he would make any kind of statement. He's 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 a little he's a little weird. Ted Turner is a crazy bastard, isn't he? Oh no, he's he's no, I don't think he has I don't think he has CNN anymore. Did he sell it? Is it not his? I don't think so. I he think was he, one of the crazy old rich guys. He had to have like wrestling on there forever. Yeah, he's a crazy old rich guy for sure. I only I only know well, I shouldn't say that, but I know. Is but, Ted Turner Ted Turner like the Ted from the Ted Steakhouse, like Montana Ted or whatever it is. Is that I him? I don't think so, but he's, um, you know, TNT. Right. And all of, and all of that. Um, I only know, I only know much about him because I read Jane Fonda's biography. Oh, that. Like a, yeah, he seems like a little bit of a weird dude, but he, he owns the, um, no, he's no. He sold he sold the Atlanta Braves too. I don't know what he does anymore. Yeah, maybe he's just an old rich guy. that sits around diving in his money. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, all the pictures that come up with him, he's wearing a bow tie. So classy. I think that sounds about right. But guys like that, you'd imagine they're making some kind of statement this week anyway because they're still there. Yeah, you think he would still be down there. But yeah, that's a good point. But I'm surprised like nobody's just challenging this in court, right? This seems like the easiest thing to challenge in court against like the Voting Rights Act. So I don't even know why is this big mess. I say you just take it to court, challenge it, and then I think they would shoot it down and make them change the fucking law. Yeah, where's the where's the confusion there? I, I don't understand. I don't understand why this is going as big as it is. I'm like, just challenge it in court. Just challenge it. Like, I don't know if they have to actually wait for it to be a thing, like in order for an election to pass for them to actually challenge it so that people can claim that they were suppressed or whatever the case may be. I don't know if that's it. But otherwise, this seems like a slam fucking dunk. How how much of of this do you think is setting the stage for Trump in 2024? Ah, uh, great question. Great question. I, I don't know what he's going to do yet. I don't know. I, I'm still nervous. Like I would have thought by now he would have been arrested or at least indicted. Uh, no. 
So I'm shocked that he's still just, you know, prancing around uh, Mar-a-Lago. And by prancing, I mean rolling because he's the size of a fucking walrus. <laughs> he does that, that nice egg hunt, though, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. We'll get to Easter, I think. Oh, Easter. Before this is over. So uh, it, I, I want to tease a little bit to next week because Dave and I both do homework for these podcasts and i've been here we are real news people we are like real news people we're having conversations that matter shout to Anne elizabeth as always because that's really her tagline um we're talking about salami roses but it still matters so i've been i've been been reading up on next week's guest i've actually been reading her book we're having a published author on Next week, Joy Nystrom of the book Sex and Waffles. So, That's what we do. So excited. So, but for this evening, Dave, you did a little homework yourself. Always looking into the topics. Always diving in. Maybe even in this case, taking a, a deep dive. And that's a terrible pun it's almost as bad as the pun they used for the movie that you watched last night that's right find folks about it seaspiracy which i think they completely botched i mean they could have been conspiracy sea which would have been ever seaspiracy like doesn't see yeah it just sounds dumb but whatever about this fine film so that's what they're going with. So there's been a lot of buzz around Seaspiracy because it, it seems like it's this next big Netflix turn everybody vegan type of thing. You know, these these movies seem to come out once every few years, right? Like, what was the last one? There was, um, what was... Game, oh, Game Changers was the big Game Changers, that was it. There was Game Changers. I mean, these have, these have been coming since uh, Upton Sinclair's The Jungle, right? Yes. Like we've just been coming and coming and coming. It's always been a thing. You know, may- maybe just to shine a light. I mean, Upton Sinclair was more just to shine a light on the industry so it would clean up and do a better job, right? It wasn't really preaching veganism, but that was kind of where it started. And Seaspiracy is a little bit different because what they did is they went after the entire fishing industry, which is largely left out of the conversation, I think, when it comes to how we get our food from the ocean, right? Like it's always okay. about the stuff. It's always about, you know, the cows, the pigs, whatever. We always forget about the fish. So this one really took a look at the ocean, how we get our food from the ocean. Is it really sustainable? It was interesting because while it did push veganism at the end, it, it so one of my big critiques about it was, I think it borrowed heavily from the cove, which was the movie, Jesus Christ. Do you remember The Cove? No, I didn't see that one. So The Cove, oh God, I don't know if it was like late 90s, early 2000s maybe, but there's a dolphin hunt that they do in Japan where they round up all these dolphins and they scare them into this shallow cove and then they kill them all. And it's it's like a thousand dolphins and the water just turns like blood red. It's like all this gore. But there's a part of that in the movie so they 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 kind of pay a little homage to the cove where they show you know dolphins getting killed and some pilot whales and things of that nature they also borrow heavily from blackfish with you know the exploitation of some of the big 
you know, whales, dolphins, whatever that go to these marine parks. When what was what, what do you think blackfish was? Maybe twenty. Jesus Christ, twenty fifteen ish. Fourteen fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, I would say somewhere in there. So they borrowed from that. They also borrowed from I think Inconvenient Truth, where they kind of tackled um, a little bit of you know Al Gore's theories on the planet's going to end, everything's getting hot, da 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 da, global warming. So there wasn't really too much new stuff, I didn't think. But what I liked about it was they focused a lot on pollution, which you hardly ever talk about. So the pollution, like all the trash in the water, how it's going into the sea life, how it's affecting us. So I, I thought that was really interesting. It's not really something that you hear too much about. Plus, it's funny to me because one of the big things about catching fish is they just catch them in the big nets right and whatever gets caught up in these nets gets caught up in these nets and they die and that includes you know your dolphins your turtles like all the cute little marine animals that everybody likes right aside from your you know your tuna your cod whatever and i was i i I was thinking imagine if that was a slaughterhouse like imagine if that was a beef processing slaughterhouse right and in with all the beef, you had a couple dogs, a couple cats. Everybody would lose their fucking minds. So true. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine a beef slaughterhouse accidentally killing like 2,500 German shepherds a year or labs or cats, whatever the case may be? Just letting them in the, in the door. But, uh, I mean, you're talking nets, right? Like out in the ocean. Right, but I mean, there's, there's, I, I understand it's a different process, but still, I mean, you're killing all these, like, uh, they call it bycatch. It's all these other animals that are getting caught up in the process. Could you imagine if that was the same on land? Like, why, why would we allow killing all the dolphins and the turtles and everything else? Like, we, we would never allow that and everything else is what I'm saying. No, that's, that's a, a good point. And I, I mean, I appreciate that slant to it and i you know i understand that being an issue and the pollution slant as well uh, but it's like why does it always have to come back at the end and this is my understanding why does it always have to come back at the end to like okay the solution is is veganism yeah and that's weird too and i agree with you because i feel like there would be ways to address the problems without straight to veganism like right uh, it, it seems like such a big jump. Now, pollution is a big concern, right? Like nobody wants to eat a bunch of fish that are tainted with mercury, plastics, whatever the case may be. I don't know that the automatic answer, it, it, it seems like, you know, an over-exaggeration of a huge jump to me to just go straight to veganism. No, it's, it's, a, it's a gross exaggeration and it's not really based anywhere in fact for so many reasons so do you ever do you ever end up in your professional life do you ever end up in meetings and rooms where you're like what the fuck am i doing in this room like how am i Mm -hmm. even like uh, you know sometimes for me it's like how am i in the room with like these you know virtual room albeit with these top experts and uh, you know people who really really know what they're talking about so i i can't say what it was but actually today i was i was in a meeting where people were gathering information about sustainable food systems to take back to an international organization and um a really like big key speaker 
who was who used to work for the government and now is is private made some really really good points about trade-offs in general right so one it's like people think going vegan and and that's the answer that's not a that's not the reality because you can't just go vegan b yeah, we could go vegan. There's going to be nutrient deficiencies. How do you make up for that? Then like, how do you make up for the like loss of land use? Because not every plot of land is just suitable for fruit and vegetable growth and that kind of vegetation. Um, and, and moreover, um, it, it doesn't, it, it, things are not, as bad as all of these documentaries and the news make them out to be. Cause like, yeah, it's great to make that point about pollution, but we're looking, but when we're looking at just like overall agriculture and we're looking at things like hunger, right. Cause that's like, the, that's like a big issue. Like how many people are actually going hungry these days? And it's like, it's, it's down like over the, uh, over the past like couple of hundred years, like, yeah, maybe before 24% of the world was going hungry. Now it's 7%. Like we're making, we're making, yeah. Yeah. So we're making these huge, we're making these huge jumps, but all you ever hear is like, Oh, agriculture has got it all wrong. And it's a mess. Like when, when really all of the strides they're making in agriculture, just cause it's like the right thing to do and what they need to do to stay profitable too, um, are, are leading to things like less water usage and uh, higher productivity and better care for the environment. So like, I, I, I get that it's nuanced and that there are these, these issues and I don't mean to like minimize them like yeah when we have endangered wildlife caught in a net like that sucks but why don't we have more emphasis on like okay like here are some of the potential solutions to some things like that like what what's what's a fish that you think they farm for I'm sorry that you think they go um to catch in the wild a lot that's very desirable in say like the U.S. market you would think either tuna, cod, tilapia. Yeah, salmon, right? You hear every, everyone right, talk right. about salmon. So I, like, there's technology now that we could have bioengineered salmon, which would make it more accessible, um, make it less expensive. You wouldn't be running into these issues of catching other wildlife in nets. So it's like a lot of that's really are there. I think that is the direction that we need to be. I, I mean, like I said, I think they knee jerk to veganism when I think that's a solution. Right. And it's 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 knee jerk and it's not it's not a solution just like organic is not necessarily a quote unquote solution, nor is it really necessary because like when we start to go more organic like what happens production goes down too so it's like there's so many checks and balances and trade-offs and that's why these netflix documentaries make me nuts because a lot of people will watch something like that and then be like i can't eat fish anymore i better just have this piece of tofu and a fucking lettuce leaf i'm doing good for the environment but like every agricultural practice has become more sustainable 
like just like throughout the inception of agriculture as we know it like it just keeps getting better and better but no one sees that part of the story because it's so much sexier to say like oh turtles and nets i mean that's eye-catching and it's 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 a sound bite right oh there's fucking turtles and nets because i want a piece of cod can't do that anymore and and i think people like latch on to that yeah i mean that that's literally the takeaway that they wanted you to do at the end i mean like the, the documentary was actually interesting in terms of so they actually criticize like most of these i mean you have to look for it. you have to know what you're looking for but i feel like a lot of them are very very left-wing slanted right like um i i thought it was interesting that they kind of took a couple shots at liberals in this like um you know the big straw initiative that happened uh what was it maybe four yes. or five years ago, like no more straws no more single-use plastic which great if, you know what get rid of it probably a good idea but the biggest problem isn't you using, <clears throat> excuse me, a plastic straw. The biggest problem is the corporate polluters who are going nice. to keep seeing and who are polluting at a level that it wouldn't matter if you use a straw every fucking five minutes for the rest of your life. These guys are doing that in a day. Right. And that's a like one. Don't take away my fucking plastic straws because I will sip out of those until you're taking it out of my dead <laughs> cold hands. Don't want to dead hands. Okay, because, uh, you know, you bring up the corporate pollution for sure. And then as far as like consumer driven pollution, guess what? Stop fucking smoking because that's the number one cause of litter on beaches. And you want to talk about, you know, like problems with trash and so on and so forth. So it's like I feel like people latch on to these feel good things. And like, yes, you could make the argument of like, oh, every little bit and every little decision, it adds up and blah, blah, blah. But not but not when you have that corporate side, like you discussed, not doing their part either, right? That's right. That's what it really comes down to. I think the biggest polluter in the U.S. is the U.S. government. Like when you take in like take into account everything that they do pollution wise, whether it be air, water, whatever. It's the actual U.S. government. Awesome. Um, and what are they doing? Like, uh, they just back the initiatives. That, oh, no more straws. Like, get the fuck out of here. Why don't you have to. It's kind of like one of those things you have to clean up your own house first. Yes. Yes. Tend, tend your own garden a little bit. Right. That's it. That's it. But I, I, I thought it was interesting. That, I mean, look, we, we definitely need to cut pollution because that goes into our food sources. Right. I mean, it's definitely an issue with eating seafood, right? Like all the plastics in there, the mercury, everything. So, I, I mean, there's definitely the argument to be made that as the population grows, litter is going to grow, pollution is going to grow. Is the, so I guess question to you would be, and I, I have no idea, sustainability-wise, how sustainable would fishing be with a growing population and growing pollution? Right. So I, I think the other thing, though, that will grow are solutions to these pollution issues. So, like, yes, there is the, the boom in population and potentially there is then more waste, right? But what I, th- I think what agriculture continually does is benchmark through different quality assurance programs. And that's like already, that's already like built into what they're doing. So like, yes, there are those issues, but don't you think it would be in um, just like that segment of agriculture's best interest to mitigate some of those pollution issues and i'm going to tell you yes and i'm sure like you know it's a it's a lot more difficult to 
and be in control of like what gets in the water as opposed to like what, you know, say like a rancher, a rancher can take care and be a steward of the land on which they ranch, right. And which they raise their, their livestock for someone working in that um, aquatic agriculture sector. Like, yeah, you might only be fishing in such and such an area if you're a wild catch or whatever the term might be, but you have a lot less control over like global pollution. Right. But don't Mm. you think, don't you think that's their incentive to say like, Hey, we donated this, this, and this to help clear waterways in general, just talking like, um, like big picture, you know what I mean? I do. You know what else I can, why can't we do this? Why can't we take all the trash? Tell me, tell me why this doesn't work. Cause I I think a lot of uh, human human problem in general on our planet is pollution. Why can't we just start with the trash? Why can't we just shoot it at the fucking sun? (laughs) Why can't we do that? Why can't we? I I am dead serious. Why can't we just launch space shuttles up there, put it all in like some big thing and just like shoot that big thing at the sun? I mean, it might have to go there at some point, right? Why not? Wow. That's not oh, where I thought you were going with that. I, <laughs> I'm not sure. It's genius. That. But it's it was genius. kind of like, we're going to find out where this goes together as it comes out of my mouth. <laughs> wow. That might be the title of this episode, by the way. Why can't we shoot trash at the sun? Shoot trash at the sun. Oh, man. Like, I'm sure it would be really expensive to do it first, but wouldn't it save the planet? I mean, but wouldn't it be in everyone's best interest to make it less expensive so that we could do it more often? Ooh, that's right. I agree with you. Yeah. Why isn't Jeff Bezos doing something? Is anybody listening to us? Jeff? What the fuck's Elon Musk doing? I mean, oh God, guys, we're here for you. We're giving you the answers. You, you just pop off our test. Jeez. It's not just copy off the test. We did the hard work. Just peek over my shoulder real quick because I've do. got all the solutions. We've got the answers. We, we do. This um, this brings me to, as I kind of uh, alluded to in the beginning of the program, I want to bring something in. Just want to bring in a little segment. It, it could be called um, Grind My Gears because we enjoy that phrase. So, so Dave, I just want to give you a little time to tell us like what's top of your mind um relevant to fsp in in general relevant to those topics um something that's bothersome or something that's a highlight maybe particularly this time of year you know that's that's a great question and you know i feel like you could always go a trump route you could always go a biden route um that seems too easy though i feel like we always do that i i feel like you know what's completely overrated that I absolutely can't stand is Easter. I cannot stand Easter. I fuck it. Like if you gave me a list of every holiday, I don't know that I can give you one that would be lower on my list than Easter. Oh, why? I love Easter so much. Tell me why. Why do? Why would anyone like Easter? It's like fake Halloween and fake Christmas all rolled into one even more shitty holiday with a demon man bunny. Worse candy, less candy. It, it, it celebrates zombie Jesus. That didn't even really fucking happen. I don't even know. I, I'm still. I've been stuck on this for years. I don't understand why the U.S. government, you know, 
freedom of religion, freedom from religion, whatever the case may be, First Amendment. I don't know how the U.S. government gets away with celebrating Christian holidays only. I feel like if that's it, the whole case behind, you know, freedom of religion is we respect them all. So if that's the case, we should be off for every fucking holiday of every fucking religion. But we're not. We're only off for the Christian ones, you know, uh, Good Friday and Christmas. I I agree. I agree with that. Give us us all the holidays. Give us all of them. Right. That's what I want. That's what I want. I'm willing to settle for that. Every single one. Uh, And I. I just don't like Easter's such a fucking grift of a holiday. Like it, it's it's on a lunar schedule because it was to combat the pagans celebrating some pagan spring equinox. So the Christians came in and were like, "Hey, guess what? Our God died. Yeah, sometime around here too. So, yep, yep, we're gonna steal your little calendar and we're gonna run with that." Like that, they literally like hoodwinked a fucking holiday from them. Uh, the, the whole thing, it, it just makes no sense on top of no sense on top of no sense and it's not even a fun holiday wow. you go to church you go to church and you're supposed to feel bad for a public execution well, well i don't i don't do i don't do any of that but i i do en- i enjoy the candy and i like that it's the first it seems like it's the first official holiday of spring what i no, do what I do hate is when Easter is like March 9th or something really fucking right. like that. So back to that pagan bit, it does make it difficult to so difficult to celebrate, but so I, I don't, I don't even understand how they, so if you go to any cemetery, you're going to see a born date and a dead date. You wouldn't celebrate your dead relative passing. I don't know within right. four different weeks every year. No, it's right. on that day. Right. Either they were dead or they weren't. Exactly. Right. Wow. That's that's quite a synopsis. Okay. Hate right. it. So so springtime. What do you let me ask you, do you feel spring in the air? I do. It's very nice out. We're hitting like the seventies up here in the northeast. It's beautiful, right? It's 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 gorgeous. And my Billy Elton dined out there as a beautiful as sh- yeah. For <laughs> the D in there. Oh, it's beautiful. Hey, it's a beauty over here. <laughs> Come grab the sausage. See what the Italians do? They ruin New York. They ruin, <laughs> they ruin the Philly accent. It's just, it's just everything. But it's the New Yorkers and Rocky. Well, Rocky wasn't. Never mind. He was. He was down by you. Right. I, I feel like you're really feeling spring in the air at this point. So I'm um, probably might or might not know this about me i'm not the uh not, i'm not the greatest driver so right. to, no terrible so i had to um now what does that mean like accidents you don't pay attention like what are no, we talking like i'm just just a, a little prone so like i hit a i, I hit like a really big tire in the road and, um, <laughs> you hit a stationary like, object <laughs> yeah i mean it was either that or i was gonna like swerve into the car next to me on on the freeway so i was like oh fuck what am i gonna do anyway so to take take my car to the shop, which is like fabulous because they have Diet Coke and Twizzlers, and I get into this little rental car, and fucking sun is shining, and you know, it's just like wow, this is real like spring type vibes, and I'm like, I have my windows down, and I hear radio up, 
Exactly. But I hear from another car somewhere, someone is like fucking cranking Michael McDonald. And I'm like, what? I'm like, wow. I'm like, where the fuck is that coming from? And I, I, I shit you not, I know this sounds like a mirage or like I'm making it up, but I look like two lanes over and it's like a really attractive man in his early 20s in a BMW. Look and, at like, that. and I had this moment of like, I wanted to roll my window down and say something. And then I like contemplated like trying to cut into the lane so I could be like in the lane next to his and, and like say something. And this is my grind my gears moment. I was like, oh, I can't do that anymore. I'm an old married woman no. trying to say something <laughs> about this young man, probably driving like his dad's car or something, like trying to say something about, like, hey, you like that sweet freedom or you know, some shit like that? I don't even know what's going on. You know, you know what's super funny about that? Like, how would you even pick someone up in a car anymore? Like, you know, it used to be like, like you used to see in the movies, like they would put up like the, you know, the call me sign, like give them, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, you like give somebody like your TikTok handle or your Instagram so handle? Like, how does that work? Like, that do you is, hold up a QR code on your Instagram? That is such a great fucking question. That is such a great <laughs> question. But that's that's immediately like where my mind went. I was like, oh no, wait, hold on a second. Rally back. <laughs> yeah, you know, when like the moment strikes you. So that was like that's a bittersweet grind my gears. No, you know you know what I think, Nicole? I think you need to embrace the rental car philosophy. I think you need to be the rental that that's you now. Wow. That rental car is you're you're not your car. You're in that rental car. That's Hold you. Hold on. Now. Wait, am I like a different persona as long as I'm driving it? I, I think rental cars like count as like a different like um, zip code. God, why didn't why didn't we have this conversation? I, I don't know why you didn't call me. But <laughs> Dave, I'm having a moment. I, I, I think that should be a rule. Like, you know how you're out of a different uh, zip code and it's OK. Like, I think the same thing happens wow. in a rental car. Wow, guys, this is this is what we do here. We have conversations that matter. This is what we, we do. We find solutions, and we grant permission for you to live um, in your best life in an alternative identity as you. <laughs> If you like what you heard here tonight, we hope that you will uh, like, rate, and even share this episode with some of your friends. And please tune in next week when we have Joy Nystrom from Sex and Waffles joining Food Sex Politics. Could not be more excited. Thank you so, so much. Sweet, sweet dreams. Mwah.